The Safari Zone is a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. To find out more, go to butwhythoughpodcast.com. trainers, breeders, contest coordinators, and everything in between to another episode of the Safari Zone podcast. My name is Professor Ash, and I am not joined by Black Belt Maggie or Dragon Master Peter this week. I am actually joined by Bagel Noob from Pokemon Go FM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? This is your boy Bagel Noob coming to represent from Pokemon Go FM. We got a lot of people uh, out here that's listening to my show that didn't have no idea that I was coming in here to Safari Zone today. Today, so those guys are going to be absolutely stoked to hear me like on this mug. Like they're going, they're going to lose their minds. They're going, they're going to lose it. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm here, Ash. This is great. I'm super excited. Let's get it going. Let's get it popping. When can I come back? Can I come back? When can I come back? <laughs> We got to bring you back on with the with the full crew. Um, yeah, so Maggie and Peter couldn't record this week, so I threw out a call, a, a call of desperation to... Oh! Uh, oh! We're both in the UPPL uh, draft league, and I threw one out there to all those guys in there, because I'm like, all of these guys got a podcast, somebody's got to be willing to help me on, a, on very short notice, and he answered the call. <laughs> we are family! <laughs> Yeah, she um she threw a line out there, and you know I I just had to I had to help a had to help a youngin out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I couldn't leave her hanging. She needed it, and also let me tell y'all a fun fact. I I high key got on here because I wanted her to know. Okay, okay. I high key got on here because not only is Ash really cool. First of all, didn't know that she was a girl. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Super surprised. <laughs> Super duper surprised when I found out she was a girl. Number one. Second of all, I only came on here because she's actually my opponent this week. Actually yeah. my opponent. Yeah. Um, so I guess this is like we're fraternizing before, you know, somebody's inevitable beatdown. And thirdly, she is the niece. <laughs> Of Salt and Nar from Pokemon Go Radio, which are my friends who who flew out to Chicago to hang out with your boy in July for Pokemon Go Fest, which was absolutely super duper fun. What's up, Nar? What's up, Salt? I just had no idea. Dude, It what? How are you related? Well, okay. So technically, they're my, my step uncles. <laughs> My dad married their sister. <laughs> she, Your dad married their sister. Who is my stepmom. So Okay. Okay. But So your baby daddy, grandma, uncle, cousin, baby daddy's <laughs> grandma was their brother's sister, uncle daddy's grandma's baby boy. Gotcha. Basically. Basically. Gotcha. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I, so what are we talking about today, Ash? What are we talking about? Well, we're talking about, this is an idea that I've had ever since we did, uh, older listeners will remember that we did an episode about the myths and legends of Sinnoh, uh, Generation 4, right before Sinnoh came out for Pokemon Go last year. And Mm -hmm. that was one of our most successful episodes. So I figured, you know, why not 
try to crack gold again <laughs> or strike gold yeah, again. Yeah, let's go back. Let's go back. So today we're doing something a little bit different than that. Today we're going to be doing uh, some legends behind some legendary Pokemon and some myths behind some mythical Pokemon. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So pretty much, guys, So you just so you know, pretty much the legends behind these mythical and legendary Pokemon, pretty much what we're going to be doing is giving you guys some lore behind these Pokemon, right? Because behind each legendary pokemon there's a story um and a lot of you guys might not have known that a lot of listeners might not have known that and i know a lot of my audience um you know people who play pokemon go might not know this because really pokemon go was you know the the demographic of people who came to start start playing pokemon go were you know older people uh, a lot there are a lot of older people that play Pokemon Go and you guys probably wouldn't you'd probably be surprised to see how many people over the age of 40 that play Pokemon Go that are interested so interested into the game and would love to hear these different stories these different like little lore bits and tidbits of uh, you know that that um are that surround the legendary and mythical Pokemon so you know teaming up with Ash today is going to be a lot of fun um getting yeah. this, getting this lore out there so something I didn't tell you about before we started recording, but something that I, I went into this episode with, I'm not going to go past Gen 4 today. And actually, I'm not going to be covering mm-hmm. Gen 4 because we covered all, we covered like Arceus and Dialga and Palkia and all them um, in the Sinnoh Legends and Lore episode. So you can go back and check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. So we're only going to be going up to Generation 3 today. And I did that specifically because I know we have a lot of Go listeners in uh, our community. And I don't want to alienate people by starting to talk about Pokemon that they've never experienced yet or don't even know what they look like. So today, right. so today we're going to stick with some Gen 1 legendaries, uh, some some Gen 2s, some Ho-Ohs, some, some uh, Raikos, Suicunes, and Entes, and all, going all the way up to Gen 3. Um, and sometime in the future, we'll cover all the stuff. We'll probably cover Gen 5 stuff when Gen 5 comes out in Pokemon Go. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, we, you're not you're doing you're not, but you're not doing every you're not doing every legend and every mythic from one, two, and three. You're just kind of picking some random ones, like the the legendary yeah. dogs, the birds, and you know stuff like that. You're yeah, not I'm, doing every one just to give just you know I know, but just to give the audience a little clarification. Yeah, yeah, I'm just picking the picking the main ones, the ones that you know have the most interesting, I think, legends behind them. Um, right. so getting let's get right start uh, get. Getting started in this with the beginning, the ancestor of all Pokemon. Let's talk about Mew a little bit. So Mew, Mew, baby. Mew. Hold on. Uh, Mew is the only Pokemon that can do what? What was that? This is a question for you. This is not for the audience because my audience know this because I've told them a few times. And if they don't know, that means they don't listen to my voice. And that makes sense because Yan's voice is a lot cuter and, you know, more bearable. <laughs> but... This is a question for you. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Mew is the only Pokemon that can do what? I think it's learn every TM or learn transform other than ditto. It's one of the Mew is the only Pokemon that can learn every single move. Period. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yep. Yep. (laughs) That's obviously not, you know, like special moves like, you know you know like moves like i don't know uh oh god uh, dark void or... it, yeah there we go there we go there we go there we go yeah like any of the any of the like pokemon specific moves exactly 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 like frenzy plant you know stuff like that so mew actually has the honor of being the first 
mythical Pokemon. And Mew, for, for those of you who don't know, Mew in the games is set up as the person that has the genetic code for all Pokemon. Um, yep. Yeah, and, and, and Mew is one of those things in the game, for those of you who don't know, back in the Red and Blue days, this Pokemon did not exist unless you cheated and got it in. And, and yep. I, I guess cheated's a little harsh. They glitched it into the game, maybe, would be a better right. way of saying that. Or if you had, like, a Game Shark, you could get it in there. That's how I got a Mew. I got Mew in Pokemon Yellow because I used the Game Shark. And even then, it was still extremely hard to get it in there. Yeah, I mean, it's it was... Mew was just... Ju- I mean, Mew's always been... That's kind of the, the the trademark of Mew. It's always been pretty difficult to get. I have one from an event from, like, 2002 like a Toys R Us event from back in the day. Um, and I've Pokemon banked that thing up every game. But wow, really? Yeah, yeah. Its its name is Mary the Mew. <laughs> because, wow. Because I nicknamed everything. So wait, 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 wait. So it has, um, it has, when you, when you bring a Pokemon up from Generation 1 all the way up until... Like now, don't you get like a special, like a special thing in your Pokedex in the game for doing yeah, that? yeah, and you also get a yeah. medal that says like it's traveled from the Johto region or the Kanto region or whatever. It's uh, right. traveled across space and time. You can only mm-hmm. do it with like uh, from Gen three up, right? So you can only do it from Ruby Sapphire and Fire Red and Leaf Green. And I got a right. Mew on my copy. I think of Fire Red back in the day. I, I, can't, oh, okay. I can't remember specifically which one it was, but yeah. Right. I also got a Jolteon that I've done the same thing with because that's my favorite Pokemon and you, you know, you never, <laughs> I'm just, I guess I'm just weird like that. I just never could let go of them. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so Mew was the, the person to kind of establish the person, the Pokemon to establish mythical Pokemon uh, with its release in Pokemon Red and Blue uh, back in the day. It's base stat total of 600, so it has even stat distribution of 100 to every stat. Uh, Come on, stats. Yes. Yeah. And like Bagel Noob said earlier, it can learn every move in the game. So this thing is kind of (laughs) terrifying. It is extremely terrifying. Um, It was designed by uh, Shigeki Morimoto, and it uh, it was initially unavailable, like we said, um, but but, uh, it was revealed by Satoshi Tajiri, who is the guy that created Pokemon, for those of you who don't know, in in an issue of a magazine. Um, and And it was supposed to be like a lottery to... Uh, who, to, to whoever was in this magazine that would get this Pokemon, but they revealed the cheating method and through word of mouth and the internet, you know, people figured out that it wasn't pushing the truck out of the way that made you get Mew. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was Mew is always super cool. And basically the myth behind Mew is that M- Mew was the one that started it all. And was the end. I mean, there's a little bit of a debate between like, okay, Arceus is the god Pokemon and Mew is the was the god pokemon for a while it contains the genetic yeah. code of all the pokemon i never really that's a good that's a good one i forgot arceus was arceus is like so like so it's kind of like mew is daddy and arceus is god a little bit yeah you know what i mean like it's like it's like mew is like adam and eve and 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 arceus is like god <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, that's uh, that's a really good way to put it. Actually, I know people on the internet have been arguing for years about this, but well, that's... here you go. Two experts on Pokemon are telling you what it is. All right, so stop. <laughs> yeah, arguing, and we're please. right. <laughs> There's, we can't. Be, you can't. You we can't, can't challenge anything we say. We're totally right. <laughs> exactly. We we're podcasters. We know what we're talking about. Nothing we say can ever be wrong. Exactly. 
Um, yeah, so Mew has always been one of my favorite Pokemon just because it's cute, and I'm a girl, and I like cute things. Of course, it's... super cute. <laughs> and I just kind of want to, ever since uh, Pokemon the first movie, I've wanted to give it a hug. You know that scene where it's like, I don't know if you remember oh from Pokemon gosh. the first movie where it's like playing yes. on the windmill? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. So freaking adorable, dude. Like, so cute. Like, for it's... what? Why are you so cute? Why? Why? <laughs> and it just makes the cutest little sounds, and it's, oh, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, what we got next? What's the, what's the next one we got? I figured a good place to go for Mew would be Mew too. Of course. And, and Another- if you didn't, I was really going to question your judgment. And I'm really glad <laughs> that I didn't have to do that. And, you know, now, now it's you're, I think that by the time this episode is done, by the time we're done recording this, I'm probably going to be super duper sad about battling you this week. And, <laughs> you know, I, I just don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Oh man, you know, you know, we're just gonna have to wait and see. Just gonna have to wait and see. Um, yeah. how, <laughs> so, so Mew- wait, before we go to this next one, before we go to Mewtwo, I want you to tell me something. How how much? Because you know, we we both like I can tell. Like, by the way, guys, I'm eating crackers, and you know that's what I do. That's how that's what we do on my show. You know, we eat and we drink Kool Aid. Um, mostly Kool Aid because you know I'm black and black people drink Kool Aid, and you know I like Kool Aid. But, you know, we eat. We do what we want to do, all right? And I'm bringing that <laughs> dynamic to Safari Zone, all right? But anyway. And I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you so very much. Um, I, I I wanted to know. So, I know that a lot of people in the UPPL, we are a lot of a lot of people that are in there haven't really had a lot of experience with competitive Pokemon play. I would, if you, if you, have you had, um, like, you know, a lot of experience with competitive Pokemon play? And if so, like, what have, like, what what have you, what has your experience with competitive play be, been like? What what has been your experience? Well, yeah, I've been playing competitively since um, Black and White. <laughs> okay, I've been playing competitively since Diamond and Pearl. So we you know we we just one generation behind one another. Yeah, um, mainly with the X and Y is when I really got into it because when they made everything a lot easier to understand. Um, but yeah, no, I've had a wonderful experience with competitive Pokemon play. I know it's kind of yeah. got a it's kind of got a stigma against it these days. Um, you, you think so? A little bit, yeah. At least in my experience, I know that people kind of can can kind of put a stigma against it because, like, oh, all you only you only care about hatching eggs and IVs and stuff, which is true. Mm. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, especially in Pokemon Go, um, a lot of the hard, a lot of the more hardcore people definitely only care about IVs, especially since we yeah. don't have EVs in the game. Yeah. If we had EVs in Pokemon Go, it would be so much more hardcore. You guys have no idea. Like IVs, I mean, let's let's just be real here. Like me and Ash, we're gonna be real here. IVs are child's play. Like IVs yeah. are like individual values mean. I mean, I mean, what do they mean? Like in some <laughs> RPGs, yeah, IVs mean a lot. Like Fire Emblem stuff like that. Yeah, IVs mean a lot. But in Pokemon. Effort values is what really, really matters. And just being good at the game, you know? Just being good at the game, which both Ash and I, we both are. So, like, uh, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. She's definitely pretty decent, guys. Don't don't let this humility fool you. She's going to, she's definitely going to, she's definitely going to try to destroy, destroy my bum uh, in, in well, I'm gonna this give battle. Well, I'm going to give it my best shot. Well, we're gonna see. So let's gonna, go on. Let's move on to Mewtwo. We got it. What's 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 Mewtwo's story? What does Mewtwo have going on besides being the, being able to to speak English? 
I mean, everybody who's seen Pokemon the first movie has a pretty good idea of what Mewtwo's story is, but that movie came out 20 years ago, so maybe some... Or over 20 years ago. No, 20 years think, ago. No, it came out in 2000, right? Or I think it was 99. I think so. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, which means it's 20 years ago. Um, yep. But, but basically, Mewtwo is a clone of Mew. Yep. And it's established in the game and in the movie that it was Team Rocket who decided to clone Mew and make Mewtwo. Uh, Mewtwo then kind of went a little insane... It's probably a little fair to say. Uh, I think, grew- um, that might that might have been the biggest understatement of the last twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Mewtwo went a little insane and uh, decided that he, she, or it—I don't know what Mewtwo's gender is. Oh um, my gosh! Yes, let's not let's not misgender this this Pokemon. Yeah. Though he had a very manly voice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it it had a very manly voice. Yep. <laughs> so Mewtwo went a little crazy little insane and destroyed the lab uh, of the people that were experimenting on it and i'm also i'm for the sake of simplicity i'm also kind of melding game and anime legend into one kind of thing we're intertwining the two because we're podcasters and we do what we want yeah it's my podcast i make i make the rules (laughs) she makes the gosh darn rules do you understand (laughs) so yeah so mewtwo went a little crazy uh mewtwo then decided to Depending on the game, uh, escape to the Cerulean Cave, or the Cerulean, I can't remember the name of the mountain and I didn't write it down, dang it. Um, If you're going on the games, uh, in Let's Go, decided to escape towards Cerulean City, or just go chill in the mountains waiting for you, the young trainer, to come catch it, or in the movies, um, learned the error of its ways and decided that Pokemon and people should live together in harmony, and then just kind of peaced out and wiped everybody's memories. Yep. And that's pretty much it. I mean, Mewtwo, again, for one of the most iconic Pokemon of all time, doesn't get a lot of backstory. And I think for some of these mythical Pokemon, mm. some of these legendary ones, the especially later stuff, you know, they work too hard to try to make the lore work with the universe a little bit. Yeah. And it's, and it's kind of nice. It's just like, it was a clone. <laughs> yep. He was <laughs> a clone. Look- this was his story. He went bonkers. He did. He tried to... These were his views. This what he wanted. This what he tried to do. He tried to achieve those goals by doing this, or, and this and that. He wasn't successful, or kind of, but this is this is who he was. Yeah, and uh, you know that's I don't know. Pokemon can get really complex, and I love it a lot. But sometimes the simplicity is really cool. You know, like sometimes yeah, when simplicity you re- is you- always always super duper refreshing. You know, like, sometimes when you read a Pokedex entry that's, like, Beware in Gen 7 is a perfect example of this. You know, you can read a Pokedex entry, and it's like, it's this cute, cuddly thing, but it'll hug you and kill you. Exactly. (laughs) Was was this necessary, Pokemon? Um, Moving back over to to the mythical Pokemon, uh, I want to talk about Celebi, who's one of my favorite mythical Pokemon. And Mm -hmm. the fact that I couldn't get it in Go for so long because I was not at Go Fest really broke my heart. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Why didn't you come with your freaking step-uncles, kid? What are you doing? (laughs) Jesus. Oh, man. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. Are you going to come next year? Probably not, no. Oh, why not, dude? Same month as uh, Star Wars Celebration. Okay, okay. So Star Wars Celebration is at what part of the month? Because it's July. Oh, was it in so, July? I thought it was in April. It's in July. No, Pokemon Go Fest is in July. Every, every The past two years, it's been in July. Oh, well, because, I was I was mistaken. I might actually go then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was about to say, do we need to help help raise you some money? Like, what do we need to do? What, what's going on? Because we need to meet. We need to take pictures together. We need to 
What are we? What's what's what? Needs Mess with to my happen uncles. <laughs> oh my gosh! Give them a hard time. <laughs> you got. You have no idea how much fun we had, man. We had so much fun. I'm not it looked lie. like it. I saw the pictures on yeah. on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, I had. A, I was in a lot of pain, but the, I, because what we were walking around, we walked around that park for about eight hours, like, and we sat down to um get. We we went to a place and got some we got food from like this little sandwich spot, um like that was around the corner or whatever. But um mm-hmm. other other than that, we were up on our feet all day, like meeting people and and stuff like that. I had like media credentials and um I had media credentials, but Nar and Salt didn't because I guess they didn't know that they could um get them but we got Mm -hmm. we both got contact information from people at niantic so that we could like interview and have them on our show our respective shows and i'm probably i'm thinking about um going ahead and contacting that guy and probably getting him on my show probably sometime soon so i think that's and that'd be awesome yeah get some get some you know insider knowledge about what's going on at niantic (laughs) what 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 is it what can we expect from you guys because yeah. Niantic has actually been doing a pretty good job, and and as far I mean, as, Niantic's know, one of the most communicative companies I've ever seen. Like now, just in responding to the community, they are stuff. now, they are now, but they haven't always. They weren't been back in the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they learned their lesson. At at the beginning, they were bad. They were not good at it at all, Ash. Like they actually. They no, sucked. I I remember I remember t- uh, the summer of 2016. <laughs> oh, it was bad. It was super duper uber bad. But uh, but but get it back to to Celebi. Regardless of the fact that it took me forever to get one, Celebi is a psychic and grass type mythical Pokemon from the Johto region, mm-hmm. uh, which is Generation Two. For those of you guys who don't know, and it yep. it occurs to me that some forest. yeah, it was it was it occurs to me that some of you guys might not know what Johto and Kanto and all this other stuff is uh, if you just play Go. Um, it was introduced in Pokemon Gold and Silver, and Celebi is kind of the guardian of the Ilex Forest in the yep. Aga- uh, in the Agate Villages Relic Forest, I think. Yeah, right. Ilex. No, oh shoot, yeah, Ilex Forest in Johto. That Johto, that's what it is. Uh, it was introduced in Pokemon Gold and Silver. Uh, it was an event Pokemon, like all of these mythicals are. That's the for those of you who don't know, I'm pretty sure the distinction between mythical and legendary, because I realized I didn't say that at the beginning, is I believe mythicals are the ones that have to be like obtained through special events, and legendaries are ones that are just in the game. Right. So, so Celebi is kind of hard to get. I actually got a Celebi from the Pokemon Bank event that happened a few years ago. Um, but it was created by Ken Sugimori, who created most of the iconic Pokemon that you know. And very shortly after it came out, it was dubbed New Mew because it was it has similar stats to Mew, uh, similar size, and similar kind of mythology. Yeah. And similar similar aesthetic as well, you know, like Yeah. There's a lot a lot about Celebi that looks, you know, very a lot like Mew and that can go for Jirachi as well. And I'm only saying that because I'm in a battle on Showdown right now and Jirachi is on my team. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> Jirachi's a good Pokemon. We'll get to Jirachi. Spoilers for the next mythical on here. Oopsies. But but yeah, it was it was also the first Pokemon to get a uh, in game event in Pokemon Crystal, mm-hmm. yep. w- where you went to the island. You you had to get the GS ball, which watchers of the anime will know it's one of the most frustrating things. So that ever happened. hard to get. Oh my god! <laughs> and then let's not even talk about trying to get a shiny one after you get the GS ball. Oh yeah, no, not it's man. Um, but yeah, Celebi is really notable because it started the trend of the event Pokemon. Right. Um, 
which has continued to be a thing. I wish they would bring back the actual events for it, you know? They haven't mm-hmm. done that in a long time. Yeah. But Ce- but Celebi is one of those, uh, w- I mean, the Pokemon that started it all, and it's really cool. The mythology of it, you could go watch Pokemon, I believe, forever if you want the anime explanation for it. Um, but it's heavily linked to, like, time travel. Um, and that's that's kind of its thing. It's, it's, cre- it's, it's uh, in, in that movie, they tr- Celebi... Travel uh, makes them travel back in time, and you meet a young Professor Oak and all this stuff. And in the game, uh, in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, at least with the Celebi event, Celebi takes you back in time, and you find out that the antagonist that you've been playing against this entire time is actually the son of Giovanni, the big bad from Team Rocket. So there's all sorts of co- super lore. all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of cool stuff about Celebi. The main thing is time travel, and that it's the guardian of Ilex Forest. Um, and it kind of looks like an onion. That's not important, but I put it in my notes, so I feel like I should say it. I, I did write these I'm, notes at like 2 a.m. though. I'm, I'm very <laughs> glad that you do that in there. Like, you, you know, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Especially like dying Celebi in Pokemon Forever. Oh my <laughs> gosh. You know, it's like, uh, it looks like just a dead onion. <laughs> a dead onion. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay, so the next one I want to talk about is a, is a legendary Pokemon. And we're going to talk about Entei, Raikou, and Suicune, also known as the legendary dogs or beasts. Beast. Mm-hmm. De- depending on who you ask. I've always called them legendary dogs. Yeah, I've always called I them think- dogs as well. I think anybody I think anybody with like... I guess it just depends on preference. It all comes down to that when it comes to uh, what do you want. If, if you're going to call them dogs or beasts. I always, I've always, always, always called them dogs, though. I mean, they're dogs. They're, they look like they look boys. like dogs, um, right? They're they're four legged. <laughs> I was about to say they're four legged beasts, but they're four legged, you know, dog esque looking dogs. And speaking of speaking of uh, speaking of the dogs, I caught a Raikou last night on um, Pokemon Go. Oh, that's awesome. That's my favorite. That's my favorite of the of the trio right there is Raikou. Suicune was my favorite aesthetically, I guess. Well, it used to be when I was a kid, I think, because I had Crystal. Um, but yeah, me too. Crystal was my first, my first Pokemon game. Yeah. But I think as far as, I think as far as like, if I had to pick one to battle with, I would probably pick, I would probably pick Raikou. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk about them real quick. Okay. So this is from Ecrutech City. Uh, which is one of the cities that you go to in the Joko, the Johto uh, region. When you get to Ecrutech City, you go to the Burned Tower, and you find out there from the gym leader that 700 years before the events of Pokemon Gold and Silver, the people of uh, Ecrutech built nine, t- uh, built two nine-tier towers with the hopes of fostering friendship between Pokemon and humans. They were the Brass Tower in the west, which was said to awaken Pokemon, mm-hmm. and the Bell Tower in the in east. The east. Yep. Uh, and the Pokemon, where the Pokemon were said to rest, both tower, towers became the roost of Lugia and Ho-Oh, right. um, resp- uh, which are the legendary Pokemon of Generation Two. Um, the box legendaries, I have to say, they're the ones on the box. Lugia is on silver, uh, Ho-Oh is on gold. However, 115 years before the game's events, a lightning bolt struck the, bla- the brass tower, and it was engulfed in flames that raged for three days. Uh, and a sudden downpour of rain put out the blaze, but the tower had already burned to the ground. Uh, three Pokemon died in the fire, but Ho-Oh descended from the sky and resurrected them. Yep. The Pokemon are said to embody the three powers, the lightning that struck the tower, the fire that burned the tower, and the rain that put out the fire. When the Pokemon appeared, they struck terror into those uh, who saw their rise. So, basically, these Pokemon scared the crap out of the people in the village, and they, the people in the village started attacking them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then the three Pokemon, knowing their own power, they fled and they ran all around the Johto region being super annoying to catch because as soon as oh you would gosh. like fly into an area where they yeah, were at, they, they would are. fly away. <laughs> it was super it was super hard because I think I think um Crystal Gold and Silver were the first that was the first game where you could track I don't because you I don't think you could track the Pokemon in Gen in 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 yellow, green, um, blue and red. By the way, I have a copy of Pokemon Green right here. I'm looking at it right now. It's super cool, super awesome. Just wanted to th- That's throw awesome. that out there. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you look at it. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna show it to you after after we finish recording. But um, yeah. So the Generation Two, the Generation Two games were the first ones where you were able to track. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, right? Because you couldn't track the yeah yeah. So it might have only been in Heart Gold and Soul Silver that you could do that. Yeah, so you maybe, what you would do is maybe, maybe. you would go into the you would go into the um go into the um your Pokédex, click on the Pokémon and it'll show you what area the Pokémon was in. So whatever 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 area the dogs were in, it, as soon as you would go to that area, they were they would go somewhere else. So if you ever saw one in the wild, your best bet is to either always have a Pokemon that can put them to sleep or use a Master Ball. So you got to be able to you got to be able to incapacitate them so that they can't run. And boy, was that difficult. Yeah, I mean like you you okay finding them was hard enough right because you couldn't fly to where they were at you had to do it on foot otherwise they would run away and then they'd be like oh well okay now they're on the opposite side of the map now um but catching the darn things was hard enough i always my trick for it was using wabafet because wabafet has uh, at least after in uh, heart gold and soul silver (laughs) was using wabafet because wabafet has shadow tag which means you can't escape right (laughs) exactly or if you use or if you use a pokemon what is it is it not glare paralyzes um what's the a uh, mean look. Mean look, exactly. Yeah, mean look. Yeah, you, scary face or mean. I can't remember which one does and, which. And you but had, I think it's mean um, look. you had in 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 like back in the day in Crystal Gold and Silver. If you wanted to, like, only a few Pokemon could learn. I think Haunter could learn a uh, mean look or a scary face, whichever yeah, one. It, um, or and I think that might have been it. Honestly, it weren't very many Pokemon that could learn that. So if you had a Pokemon like that, you could do that because it does like. The flea rate for the for the dogs was higher than Abra. Yeah, I mean they would just run all over the place. Yeah. And they made you really work for those guys. Yeah, yeah. And I never did catch all three. I think I, I caught Sweet I think Sweetcone and Crystal Sweetcone was an encounter. So you you could you could run up yeah. you could run up on Sweetcone and, and do what you wanted with him. But Inte and Raikou um, they were in the wild, so like if you saw them, you had to, you had to, like I said, incapacitate them in order to for that to work. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so basically the legend behind them, I actually find really cool. Just kind of how it's kind of ingrained into this town. It it, it seems like something that'd be super like possible, you know, because you hear things all the time about like the woods over there and this thing happened and this over here. Like every town, I think has certain urban legends and myth and stuff that. Are associated with it and this one i just think is a really cool like natural way to integrate to integrate it um and how it comes up in the story of crystal and heart gold and soul silver is really cool as well mm-hmm. um and and it's and it's kind of i don't know it's cool three pokemon died in this fire 
and they were brought back to life, and then they turned into like significantly more badass versions of those Pokemon. Right. So I was all for it. Most you know? definitely, most definitely. Um, there is a great. I will link. I will link all this stuff in the show notes. I'm gonna write myself a note so I don't forget. There's this great um, episode of Pokemon Generations, which, for those of you who don't know, is a uh, little short YouTube videos that they released for the 20th anniversary of Pokemon that explains the story in complete detail. Mm-hmm. And it's animated, and it's nice, and it's like three minutes long, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so yeah, so that's basically Entei, Raikou, and Suicune. I think they've always been like some of my favorite legendary Pokemon, specifically Raikou, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm glad that, you can ca- that they've been giving them away kind of consistently over the past few years so you can get them in your game. Yeah. Like they gave away, they gave away Entei and Raikou few few times few times in the past couple years yeah but yeah so moving on to the next mythical pokemon in the list we kind of spoiled this earlier but jirachi who jirachi jirachi's super cute super duper super duper super annoying in that movie but i don't think that was jirachi's fault um Jirachi is a Steel uh, and Psychic type mythical Pokemon, which, by the way, what an awesome type combination, Steel and Psychic. I just think it's really cool. Oh yeah, fighting fighting types get out of here. Yep, um, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Is Jirachi is one of those like is one of those that is it's hard to it's hard it's hard to type against them. Um, Jirachi, Jirachi, and Heatran. Those are two of the ones that like. Oh, Heatran's just the worst, <laughs> man. Because what do you do? What do you do with steel? Fire, yep. <laughs> at least if you're me, yep. or fighting. And then I think can he try and learn flash fire? Is it one of the abilities flash fire? I think, I so. think so. I can't remember. Which is bad. It's been a it's been a minute since I used a heatran, but I should use a heatran more. Actually, yeah, heatran is a, is a great, great, great choice. Um. So the the legend behind Jirachi again a really simplistic one but uh, one that had a lot of potential and made that movie kind of interesting that Jirachi was in. Uh, it is said to be able to grant any wishes written on the tags of its head once it's awake. Uh, it only wakes up for seven days once every thousand years, uh, and if it's in danger, it'll fight without waking up. So it's a cool, cool little Pokemon. Though it does feel weird that like you have to write on the physical Pokemon itself. I feel like yeah, like just it, get a shot. Right? Is that like? <laughs> is, I feel like that's like vandalism <laughs> you're vandalizing poor Jirachi. right or some t- of some form of abuse at the very least it's like it'd be like hey yo you gotta go right on your dog's ear if you want this thing to happen exactly <laughs> just doesn't feel just doesn't feel right uh Jirachi was introduced in pokemon ruby and sapphire and like it uh and and it likes i can't talk like celebi <laughs> and mew it is a psychic type mythical pokemon with a hundred for each base stat mm-hmm. and it and it um, has that same kind of like aesthetic that um that yeah. mew and and celebi have small cute Float around, flying type. You know what I mean? Real cute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool because at least they were keeping like the de- from a design perspective. I kind of nerd out about this stuff. It's kind of consistent, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, these Pokemon that they were introducing to serve this kind of specific purpose. purpose they right. all kind of look the same, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was it was uh, revealed in two thousand three. Um. Uh, for the sixth movie, Jirachi Witchmaker. And if I remembering correctly, this was the first event Pokemon that was tied in with a movie, which would end up being something that they did uh, for years after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Jirachi was, Jirachi is one, I like, I, I've always liked Jirachi. Um, 
throw Iron Head and a couple more moves on there, and and Jirachi's a you got a good move set for a pretty pretty I decent mean, <laughs> decent mon there. I mean, especially with fairy types, when they introduced them in Gen Six, Jirachi became like my favorite thing overnight because I was sick of Mega. I was sick of Mega Gardevoir's ruining my day. <laughs> 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 And yeah, that's pre- that's pretty much all I have on Jirachi. Um, so what we got next? What's the uh, next one on the list? Um, is it legendary or second. is it mythical? I think Jirachi was also like the last one that had that that little that little cute you know float around. Um, yeah. Aesthetic kind of going cute float and around now- aesthetic. <laughs> And now we got stuff like Hoopa, where I'm like, who asked for oh this? Oh my gosh, Hoopa is just way out of left. <laughs> field. Hoopa was way out of left field, bro. Like, way, way out of left field. Like, what, what were y'all going for with Hoopa? Bro? It was like, let's let's release this ugly Pokemon, right? Like Hoopa, the basic form Hoopa. Oh my, God. already ugly. But then let's give it another form. Give, let's give it this form ugly. where it turns into this god awful, un not aesthetically pleasing to look at give little kids nightmares form um i i very rarely have said you know that poke that a pokemon is like outside the scope of what a po- like design wise is outside the scope of what a pokemon should, should be like, right right i'm always like man just go crazy with the designs you know in gen one there was a there was a literally a pokeball with eyes and a magnet and a rock dude so it's like yeah. g- go nuts um, but that was one of the only times where I was like, this doesn't look like a Pokemon. Right. <laughs> this yeah. is some Yu-Gi-Oh character. What's happening yeah. here? And, and <laughs> Am I playing Magic the Gathering? Right. Like- <laughs> and, and the thing about, the thing about, like, after, there, after, like, when, because Hoopa is a Gen, Gen 7, right? Or is it Gen 6? Gen, Gen 6, Gen I think. Gen 6? Yeah. After, like, Gen 6, I feel like, I feel like, you know, the, the artist over there, at Game Freak, they were starting to have they were they were starting to like not run out of ideas on what Pokemon the like cert, like Pokemon should look like, but they were that, it was obvious that they were having hard time a hard time come because when you think of, think about it like like uh, Dedenne and like Togedemaru like those Pachi like those are like the same two Pokemon like. You know what I'm saying? It's like they were. We, how many Pokemon yeah. do we have that are electric squirrel with with cheeks? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, Dedenne is a mouse and Pachirisu is a squirrel. I guess if you want to get specific, but they're both like, rodents. <laughs> it's both. I mean, it's it's the obligatory electric rodent, exactly. right? You know, you. You know, in Gen two you had Pichu, and Gen three you had Mine and Plusle, and you know they've kept that up. And then the only one that ever worked was Mimikyu for me, anyway. You said the only one when that the, worked out was which one? Mimikyu. Oh, oh my gosh. You sh- and that one was, the, the whole shtick of that one was that it was supposed to be a cheap knockoff of Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so moving, moving on. The next one, we have a couple more here to get through. Um, the, the next one is Deoxys, who Gen 3 players will know how cool this Pokemon was back in the day because it was so hard to find. Yeah. It was almost, it was, I think, the closest thing that's ever come to Mewtwo since Mewtwo, yeah. at least for me as a kid who was playing um, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald back in the day. And that's a really good, um, that's a really good observation, actually. I've never, I, I've never actually thought about it like that, but that's actually very, that's very, that's a very accurate, like, assessment. It's, it's really, like, the closest Pokemon to Mewtwo since Mewtwo. 
for real when it turns yeah and when it come when it in terms of like difficulty to find catch shit like that like it's that's really like super close i've actually never thought about that before you just said it just now and that's i agree completely 100 percent yeah, yeah, Deoxys is a psychic-type uh, mythical Pokemon, and it's literally from space. How much cooler can you get? Right. Like, it's literally an alien Pokemon. Right. It mutated from a space virus when exposed to a laser beam. That's the most sci-fi sentence I've ever said in my entire right. life. Um, <laughs> but it's super cool. Um, and the other cool thing about Deoxys is that it's able to change its forms. You got speed form, attack form, defense, defense form. form, all yep. the base... The base stats, and um, depending on the game, that's the form you would get until Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire came out, where you could change them. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'll talk about Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire in a second. I got a bone to pick with that game in Deoxys, Mm-mm. but oh, <laughs> uh, and it's got a base, it's got a base stat total of six hundred, which is insane. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. And also, fun fact: it was the first mythical Pokemon to have a base stat distribution other than a hundred in every stat. Um. And yeah, so it was introduced in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Wow, uh, I didn't know that. Um, but it, oh, sorry, sorry. It was first made. Ava- it was introduced in Ruby and Sapphire, and it was first made available in Pokemon Fire Red in Leaf Green, uh, because that's the game that was out when the movie Destiny Deoxys came out. Right. Um, and you would do it by getting the Aurora ticket, and it would take you to the Birth Island. And that's where you could catch Deoxys. Mm. And that cutscene is crazy. If you've ever seen it on YouTube, I never personally experienced it myself because I never yeah, got a Deoxys back in the day. Yeah, same. I might have gotten one from a Game Shark or something, just hacking it. In. I, I don't think I ever got one from that. Um, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to admit I used a Game Shark. We all did it at one point. Oh yeah, probably. definitely, definitely. If you and if you didn't do that, if you didn't do the Game Shark right, you really could have messed yourself up because, game like like I like. That was the like only way you could get Mew, like right, like in in the in Generation I One. Think so. uh, I think. I no, you can. There is a way in game to to glitch it in, but it, you could use a Game Shark to make it easier. Okay, you know? okay, right, right. And so, if you didn't do the Game Shark right, if you didn't do the Game Shark right, you could and and you got Mew in there. Mew would have been would be the only Pokemon that you could you would see ever in the wild, like. Yeah, um, and there's you could also corrupt your save file, which happened to me. I had yep. a plat- I had a Pokemon Platinum save file that had over a hundred hours yep. in it, and I screwed around with the Game Shark and corrupted my save yep. file. Yep, and I end up having. To start I learned all my lesson that day. Had, or it was an action. It was an action replay, not Game Shark. For those of you who are bound to correct me on Twitter, but <laughs> but yeah, um, the. What was I going to say? Oh, oh, I was going to talk about Deoxys in uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, where it's part of the Delta episode. So in the Delta episode of Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, you have to catch Rayquaza. They introduced Mega Rayquaza, which is the most unnecessary Mega Pokemon that ever like, existed. Why do we need that? <laughs> it just makes it ridiculously powerful. So strong, um, dude. Yeah, I remember one time I was in the battle spot. And my my moment of glory was I beat a Mega Rayquaza with a Chatot. What? Because the person didn't know. <laughs> from from one hundred percent health. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! I would love to hear that this story. How did that happen? How did you do that? Please tell me what move set did um, you have on this Chatot, ma'am? Yeah, I had Chatot or Ch- sorry, Chatter, Boom Burst, and t- like some kind of status toxic or something, okay. something like that. Okay. And it was based oh, and protect. Okay, and now I it's making a lot of I sense. Be- <laughs> you can, 
now you're starting to see oh, yeah. what happened. Oh yeah, now now you confuse you confuse it and spam. Starting protect, to come up basically. now. Starting to come up. Starting to make sense now. Uh, yeah, um, I'm revealing some of my strategies here. I was not at all going to use that in the UPPL. Oh my but... gosh, <laughs> you weren't going to do that. Did no, you have I wasn't. A, do you but have a chat out episode... on your team even? Chatot is in my roster. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Didn't even know that. <laughs> it's one it's uh, uh me and Chatot go way back. I have a very long history yeah. of Chatot. I, I was I was really sad like during the draft because I didn't understand like the draft setup. It was very confusing to me. Like I didn't I mean, I was on the stream and I still didn't under I was like supposed to be commentating the stream and I didn't really you get know what, what I'm saying? Going. Like the I was yeah. I was trying to like I had I had a list of Sorry, I had a list of Pokemon that I wanted to draft. I wanted to draft Magirna. I wanted to draft um Ash Grin. I wanted to draft you know, there were Pokemon that I wanted to get. And so, you mm-hmm. know, I'm like I, I go to it was my turn to draft. I type in exclamation draft Magirna. Oh, sorry, Bagel, you can't do that. What? <laughs> so then I'm then so I, I pick up I forgot who I picked up instead. And then when it was my turn again, I try to pick up Greninja. After the after the draft is over, um I get a a a, a, D, a, a like a PM or whatever, and it's like, oh by the way, bro, you can't use Protean Greninja or Ash Grin. I'm like, what is what is this even? <laughs> Are you serious? Because a Greninja without Protean is super useful. Like, yeah, and it's not even like it's it's not like it's not even like it's. I mean, yeah, Greninja is very useful with Protean. It's very useful as Ash Grin, but it's not like it's unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? That there there are. Yeah, I've had that battle bond. That battle bond screwed me up before, but it's not. It hasn't been like. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It hasn't been super difficult. I'm not a fan. Like, I'm not a fan of banning anything. I think there's a creative solution around. Okay, so the, but you know, that's just in, my. I'm not trash. I'm not trash talking the UPPL. Of course not. Of course not. This applies just, for smoke yeah, on and just everything. Yeah, right we're just now, you know, like. I, yeah. And then I was super confused because they allowed Mega Kangaskhan in the. I was like, what? Are you serious? I am not, I am, uh, I'm concerned about that. Like, and you know what's crazy? <laughs> the dude, the dude who has Megacon tried to trade me his Megacon for my lot, my Mega Latios. <laughs> and I didn't do it like a fool, like an idiot. I didn't do it but because I was like, you know, I'm, if I'm going to win in this league, I'm going to do it the right way. I'm not going to, I'm not going to Megacon everybody to I'm death not- in here. I'm not going to do that. Like, come on, man! I remember, I remember the heydays of Mega Kangaskhan. That was super, as as a young as a young seventeen year old kid who was trying to get into competitive mm-hmm, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I was just back in two thousand thirteen. What a heyday was it like, was! Oh God. What a heyday it was. <laughs> man, I've I've been replaying it. This has nothing to do with like we got one more legendary, but um. Um, but I was playing. I'm replaying through X right now, and I was just thinking, man, this was like the highlight of Pokemon. I don't know if you agree, but like 2013 Pokemon, for me anyway, mm-hmm. was like one of the one of the best the best parts of Pokemon when X and Y came out. Why you said that? It was all in the 3ds. I don't know. There's just something about it. There was the way like YouTube like YouTubers were making really good stuff. It was before people got super clickbaity with a lot of mm. things, and it was just it was just a cool. Everybody had a 3ds at that point, so it was super cool, and and people were playing Pokemon again because 
it, it's almost like last year with Let's Go. You know, every, you see everybody playing Pokemon again because it's on the Switch and it's Gen right, 1. Uh-huh. And, and Nintendo, if they know how to do anything... It is pandered to the nostalgia. They are, they've always been they've <laughs> always been fantastic at that. Always. Um So the last one the, the last legendary on the list, or the last mythical on the list rather, that I wanted to talk about cuz I'm sure it's going to pop up and go at some point. And I want to give you guys a little primer and a little history with this Pokémon and my personal history I with love this history. Pokémon. It's and it's Manaphy. <laughs> I don't know if you have any experience with Manaphy, but my experience with Manaphy was <laughs> getting super frustrated trying to transfer it over. Mm. Manaphy is a is a legendary Pokemon from Gen mm-hmm. 4. And how you got Manaphy was you got an egg from Pokemon Ranger that was traded over the Nintendo Wi-Fi Ridiculous. connection. Which was a very and which was, was a train wreck back in the day. Oh yeah. And you know, it's really funny how that ended up happening because I only bought Pokemon Ranger for Manaphy. Like a lot of us did, mm. I think. And then I ended up falling in love with Ranger, and it's my favorite of the Pokemon spinoff yeah. games. But it's just it's kind of funny how that stuff mm-hmm. works out. Um, and then the movie, there's a movie called Pokemon Ranger and the, the Temple of the Sea with Manaphy in it. But Manaphy is a water-type Pokemon, water-type mythical Pokemon. Uh, and Manaphy, I guess, are born on cold sea floors and can swim great distances. But the thing about Manaphy... Um, is that it was the only mythical Pokemon at that point who could breed. Uh, you couldn't breed a Manaphy with another Manaphy and get a Manaphy, but you could breed a Manaphy with a Ditto and get a Fione, or mm-hmm. Fione. Fione. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce that. I think it's that. Fione. And together, Fione, I think they kind of made, to, or not they kind of made, but together they made the a parent and child mythical duo, which was at the time really weird. Mm-hmm. You know, because we had Same never seen like a legendary that. or mythical... Yeah, we'd never seen a legendary or mythical Pokemon breed. Right. Or, or um, and that was also... We had and we had just... Right before that, we had just seen the first legendary Pokemon to have gender in the in the generation right before that with Latios and Latias. Yeah. Latios and Latias, yeah. So, like, they were and it's actually... Crazy. They were doing things... They were doing a lot of stuff that we had never seen before in Pokemon at this time. And it was just... It was making it really, really interesting to see all this cool stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, people complain nowadays, at least I've seen it, that, you know, there's not a lot, in mythical Pokemon, there's not a lot of diversity in them anymore. You know, you've got your Magearness, who I really like. I, I mean, Magearness is such a cool concept. Magearna. I love Magearness so much, man. The fact that it's a um, uh, machine is really cool. If you don't know what we're talking about, go Google image search Magearna, you'll see what yeah. we're talking about. Um and but the fact that they they gave us Manaphy, who was not a good Pokemon by any stretch, but it was a Pokemon that I fell in love with mainly because it was so hard to get the dang thing into my and game. It was super cute. Oh, it's super cute. Actually, funnily enough, I found a the other day. I found like a spiral notebook of uh, my Pokemon drawings as a kid, and I was firmly a Gen Four kid. Like that's what I was playing when I was when I was a really young kid, or not really young kid, but a. 10 12 year old mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of there's like 17 sketches of manaphy oh my different. gosh adorable <laughs> for some re- for some reason the only pokemon that i ever wanted to draw were like buizel jolteon and, and manaphy and you know what that's okay and that is perfectly fine yeah. um but yeah i've always just really liked manaphy i loved that it could breed i love fiona it's a terrible pokemon but it's still cute you know for some reason, people really don't like Fiona. I never understood that. Probably because it's not... I mean, it's useless if you try to battle yeah, with it. Yeah, you're, you're not getting undone with that. It's like... Um, there are a couple of Pokemon that... Honestly, I would love to, like, have... 
I would love to have these Pokemon by my side as I'm battling. And there were Fiona and like Manaphy. Those are those are Pokemon like the Pokemon that I would love to like have sitting like floating beside me while I while I'm battling her. Yeah. If I was battling in real life or something, I would love love to have a Pokemon like that chilling beside me while I'm battling. Like I would love that so much. Yeah, I, there's certain there's certain Pokemon that's just like like if. If Pokemon existed in real life, which we talked about this last week, so you can go check that out that episode. Here's your shameless plug. There's certain Pokemon where it's like, you know, the little, the cute ones, like Flabebe or something mm. like that, where you just want like a, Flabe- a Flabebe chilling on your shoulder. Right. Like, you're too precious. Right. Don't battle. Right. I, don't I don't want you to get you, hurt. Don't you get hurt, you know? Flabebe. Oh, Flabebe is so freaking cute. Oh my gosh, man. Floette is also cute. I'm not sure what happened with Florges, but it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love Flabebe. Let's 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 go back to Flabebe, okay? Because I would just let's revisit that. I would love a Flabebe on my shoulder while I'm battling. That would be the absolute best thing that could ever like happen to me in my life. There are a couple of Pokemon that I would love that I that I would just love. Like to be honest, Articuno is my favorite Pokemon. If I could not have my Articuno battling and just have it beside me while I'm while I'm battling, I would I probably would prefer that. Just flying behind you, intimidating other yes, people. Because no. <laughs> if you see me walking around with a with a with a with a uh, with an Articuno just behind me chilling, you're not gonna mess with me. You. You're like, I'm not even going to try to battle no. that guy. Like, no, I'm not. He means business. <laughs> like, you're not going to mess with him. Chatsout's another one probably that I'd love to have on my shoulder. Just, you know, and then could trash talk the opponent, oh, yeah. you know? Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much all I'm realizing right now as I made this list. I left out Latios and Latias, which will have to, I'm, I feel like this episode is going to have to be a part part one. Of an episode, oh, yeah, there's so many mythical Pokemon that we there can talk are, about. Like, I mean, it's in term if I know you, you don't want to go too too deep into the generations, but you know, it, there are a total of what there probably it's probably somewhere between fifty and seventy mythicals and legendaries for real. There are there are a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's a little it's a little insane, and I can't wait to see. Um, as somebody who was fairly disappointed with Meltan, I can't wait to see what Gen oh 8 gosh. comes uh, with Mythicals and Legendaries. I don't even know why you brought that up. We were having such a good time here, and you brought up Meltan. <laughs> did, did you see that Go is uh, shiny Meltan? You and it's literally Meltan, except it's blue and the little wire coming out. talking about Meltan. We were having a great time. Why? My uh, my my co-host Maggie, my co-host and sister Maggie said it looks like a pacifier, and I just oh can't my get gosh, that to it my does! <laughs> oh my gosh! I now I'm not gonna be able to get that image out of my brain. It really does look like that, dude. I'm. S- I'm sorry, everyone. I, I apologize. I apologize to, to Bagel. I apologize to everybody listening to this oh podcast. Oh, my gosh. This is fantastic. Oh, my goodness. It looks. It does look like a freaking pacifier. Oh, my gosh. We're getting out of here, guys. Um. F- so, la- the last thing that I want to do is uh, we got to talk about the Pokemon of the Week this mm-hmm. week, which... So, Pokemon of the Week this week 
is. Magikarp. Magikarp. It was voted on by. It was a. It's specifically requested that Magikarp was the Pokemon of the week. Okay, so tell me who. So first of all, who listens to your show that voted Magikarp as the all of the fantastic, beautiful, great Pokemon? There are literally. I'm not gonna call them out on air. Okay, first of all, there are literally, literally. There are literally like 850 <laughs> other Pokemon that you could have chosen. <laughs> Magikarp is the Pokemon of the Week this week, so if you don't know how Pokemon of the Week works, uh, tag at SafariZonePod on Twitter with your pictures of all of your magic your magic fish, your Magikarps. Um, extra, extra points if they're shiny, and the best Magikarp that I see, I will shout out on the show next week. So you said, what's your, um, you said SafariZonePod? At Safari Zone Pod okay, on Twitter. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and if they have a clever nickname, that's extra points. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we're doing Pokemon of, Pokemon of the Week a little differently going forward, and I'm actually gonna like stick with it, and we're gonna try to get people to su- submit more things. But yeah, I love I love doing it. And if you have a suggestion for Pokemon of the Week, tweet us at Safari Zone Pod. Okay. okay. So um, I'm with it. So uh, before we get out of here, tell the lovely people, Bagel, where they can find you on the internet um, and your podcast and all that. You guys can find, uh, you can find Yan and myself at Pokemon Go FM on Twitter, um, our Instagram, which we are just now, we just starting back to use it a little bit more. So we can use some followers on there if you guys would like to um, do that. Um follow us there it is our instagram it's it's pokemon go fm just its and then pokemon go fm uh you guys can check us out we are now on spotify if you guys would like to listen to us um uh, all of our episodes are available on itunes and on our website which is pokemon go fm dot x y z and you being a pokemon pokemon lore head you understand how cute that url is um yeah, so yeah, if that's that's where you guys can find everything. If you guys want to just go over to there, you can just you can find our Twitter links, uh, Instagram links, all of that stuff, um, and yeah, all that good stuff. So you guys come on over there, man, check us and out. Of, yeah, and of course I will put all the links in the show notes, um, and I will tag tag them on Twitter. As you can find them on Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so if you want to get. If you want to get more of the Safari Zone podcast, you can follow us on Twitter, like I mentioned earlier, at Safari Zone Pod. Uh, if you want to check out the rest of our episode backlog, you can go to butwhythopodcast.com because we are members of that lovely podcast community. Uh, you can go over to the podcast tab, click on Safari Zone, and you can see all of our episodes um, that we've done so far. Uh, last week, we talked about live-action Pokemon movies we want to see. Um, get ready for a lot of screaming about Detective Pikachu in the next couple of months. But yeah, so butwhythopodcast.com. And if you love what we're doing over here and you want to support us monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash the sky... Or not the Skyhoppers. That's my other podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> slash <laughs> Safari Zone. Uh, and you can give as little as a dollar a month and get access to cool stuff like our Discord server where we talk about lots of Pokemon Go things if you're into that. And there's lots of memes rolling around. Thank you, Terry, for that. Um, oh my gosh, is and Terry yeah. you guys' Discord too? Yeah, oh he my is. God. <laughs> Small world. Oh my God. Not when it comes to Terry Wolf and Pokemon. He is a part of every Pokemon Go community he can get his hands on. I love that guy. He's great. <laughs> He's great. He's awesome. Um, and yeah, 
and I think that's it. Hopefully I didn't forget anything. Um, so, Pokemon trainers, burritos, contest coordinators, and everything in between. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day, and go catch them all. Hey, we'll see you guys later. Bye!